Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2169, Transferring a Primary Residence to Children, part two, by Sean Mullaney of phytaxguy.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Today's post is actually a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here, it'd be best to listen to yesterday's episode first. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Transferring a Primary Residence to Children, Part 2, by Sean Mullaney of phytaxguy.com. Other Problems with Joint Tenancies If the capital gains tax upon the original owner's death isn't an issue, why not use a joint tenancy to transfer your house to your adult children? Here are some of the considerations. Capital Gains Tax Wait, what? I thought you said capital gains taxes were not an issue. They generally aren't an issue after the original owner's death, but they can be an issue before his or her death. What if during the owner's lifetime, the house is sold? What if there's a pressing need to sell the house, perhaps to help pay for long-term care? The owner-occupant is at least somewhat protected by the $250,000 per person primary residence gain exclusion, but the adult child is not protected by that exclusion if the home is not their primary residence. The adult child could have to pay capital gains tax based on their share of the proceeds less their share of the owner's historic tax basis on the transaction if the house is sold prior to the owner or occupant's death. Loss of control. Simply put, transferring an interest in your home to another person relinquishes some of your control over the property. You never know if you'll need that control in the future. Proceed with significant caution and consult a trusted lawyer prior to putting anyone else on the title of your home. Gift tax. While not a horrible problem, adding an adult child to the title of a house as a gift requires the filing of Form 709 gift tax return. Due to the high estate and gift tax exemptions, in most cases, it's highly unlikely the transfer would trigger actual gift tax. Disputes among adult children. Adding multiple adult children to the title as joint tenants with rights of survivorship can create issues after the parent's death. If siblings cannot agree amongst themselves how to handle and or dispose of the house, the disagreement can be difficult to resolve. Using a revocable living trust 
which becomes irrevocable upon the parent's death, gives the parent the opportunity to work with their lawyer to put in place a trustee and ground rules for how the house is to be managed and or disposed of after death. And children's issues. Adult children are people and people have problems, divorces, liabilities, bankruptcies, etc. Putting an adult child on the title of a home could subject the home to the adult child's creditors in a problematic manner. Summary. These are just some of the considerations to weigh before adding adult children to the title of a home as a joint tenant with rights of survivorship. Revocable living trusts keep control with the original owner. Further, they facilitate transferring real estate to the next generation in a tax-efficient manner. Based on these advantages and the issues that exist with joint tenancies, I generally prefer revocable living trusts over joint tenancies for primary residences. Using a will can also be effective from a tax perspective, but should be discussed with a lawyer considering state and local real estate laws. Some states have transfer on death type real estate deeds, which also should be considered with a lawyer if that sort of deed is available. Outright gift. You might be saying, well, I only have one child I wanna give my house to. Further, I don't need to own my house. Why not simply give the house outright to the child during my life and avoid any legal events or issues occurring at my death. Besides some of the issues discussed earlier and the full loss of control, which are troublesome enough, an outright gift creates a significant capital gains tax issue for the adult child. This capital gains tax issue exists both before and after the original owner's death. Previously, I wrote this example on the blog illustrating the issue. William lives in a house he purchased in 1970 for $50,000. In 2019, the house is worth $950,000. If William gifts the house to his son, Alan, in 2019, Alan's basis in the house is $50,000. However, if William leaves the house to Alan at William's death, Alan's basis in the house will be at the fair market value of the house at William's death. Giving William's house to Alan during William's lifetime could increase the capital gains taxable to Allen by $900,000, ouch. So whatever you do, A, consult with your lawyer before determining how to pass your house to your children, and B, be very, very hesitant to outright give your house to your child. Conclusion. There are various ways in which you can transfer your home to your children. In many cases, I believe revocable living trusts are a great way to leave a house to children you're always well advised to consult with your lawyer before making any decisions on how you want to title your house and how you want to transfer your house. If you do inherit a house from your parents, you should consult with a lawyer regarding titling issues and with your tax professional regarding the tax implications of selling the inherited home. You just listened to part two of the post titled Transferring a Primary Residence to Children by Sean Mullaney of FiTaxGuy.com. For a lot of people, it can be stressful and confusing to manage their finances. Even I used to feel this way when using different finance apps. But then I tried Monarch Money and everything got so much easier. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. 
In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. While I've often heard that creating a will is very important for estate planning, I'm seeing more and more discussion about the importance of establishing a trust. There are many positives of putting your home and other assets in a trust, the largest being that it makes certain your beneficiaries won't get tied up in probate. This saves everyone time and money. Probate is the legal process ensuring you have no outstanding debt and that your assets are distributed according to the law. Assets in a will, for example, are subject to probate. Unfortunately, the probate process can be lengthy. The whole affair could take as few as five months, but standard cases generally take nine months to a year and even longer for contested cases. And the family or beneficiaries of the item in probate must pay any legal fees, taxes, and extraneous fees associated with it before receiving the assets. Assets in a trust could be distributed in as little as a few weeks, all while avoiding expensive fees and taxes. Finally, the probate process is public, meaning that anyone can see your estate and assets. Since trusts are not subject to probate, your estate remains a private matter. The contents of your trust are known only to your beneficiaries after your death. And that's another episode of Optimal Finance Daily in the Books. I'll be back with more posts for you tomorrow. So have a great rest of your day. And I'll catch you on the Sunday show where optimal life awaits.